When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, how are you? Thank you for being here. I hope that you're doing well. I hope you're having a nice day. I'm feeling pretty good. The sun is shining outside. I was out and about earlier, got some coffee with a friend, and then I went to the gym and got all sweaty, and then it started raining. And when I was walking in the parking lot, it rained on me and it felt so good. You know, sometimes it just feels good to get wet outside in the rain and feel it on your skin. I love being in the water, whether it's swimming or in the rain. And often the best times are those summer rainstorms, you know, where it's kind of halfway still sunny and and it's still also raining. That's been happening a lot here. All right. So we're going to be continuing on our rewind series. As I mentioned last week, I'm going back to previous listener questions and previous answers I've given, replaying those, and then also reflecting back if I want to change or add something. Because, you know, just like you, I am continuing on this path of unlearning, learning how to love myself, learning how to connect to that voice within me, within us all of our higher self, the wisdom of love that we are born with, that we have to kind of unpack all of these layers of societal conditioning, of our trauma, to get back to that inner wisdom and and finding what love is calling us to do in often very challenging situations. Honing in on that voice takes practice. It takes a bit of discipline. It takes a willingness to open up and to trust yourself. So yeah, that's what we're learning how to do here in this podcast. For today's Rewind episode, I'm taking it back all the way to episode 27, where I got a question. And this question was really special to me and stuck out to me because it was sent in by two friends together. They had like a joint question together and it's just so sweet and so loving. So I always really remembered this question series and and answer. It really stuck out in my mind. So I definitely wanted to do a rewind episode on it. All right, let's get to it. Hi, Bunny. This is Emma. And this is Ella. Um, I'm calling in from Vermont. And Ella, you're calling in from... California. So yeah, we're call- we're two friends, met each other about a year ago. And um, uh, I had been a big fan of you for a while, followed your meme page, and had your book in my room when Ella and I were roommates um, last summer. And we often would come back to your book for wisdom when we were like trying to figure something out and couldn't really figure out how to um, 
find the words for how we were feeling. And uh, anyway, we were just FaceTiming like last week, talking about some like relationship situations that are going on for both of us. And um, realized that we were both feeling a really similar way about our communication styles and our romantic partners' communication styles. Um, and couldn't really figure out advice to give each other because we were feeling so similarly. So we, again, wanted to come to you and get some advice. Ella has the question. Here it is. How do you go from being so ready to share your emotions and so disappointed at a partner not mirroring your expression? to actually seeing deep beauty in each other's different ways of accessing feelings and communicating them. Yeah, so um, just like a little more context, this is about um, a time when you share how you're feeling with a partner. Both of us often feel like we're oversharing, even if it doesn't seem like we've said something that like crossed a boundary, um, just because of the way that the people we tend to be with tend to be like a lot more like kind of like the rock in the relationship who's kind of quieter and less eager to share. Um, anyway, we're just really excited to hear whatever you have to say to us. Um, I hope that our question gets to go on the show. Thank you so much for everything you do. Oh, I love that you two sent in a question together. It makes me so happy to see your friendship means a lot. And the two of you are there for each other. It's so sweet. I can totally relate to this feeling of being the oversharer in a relationship. I'm someone who will talk about my innermost feelings to a stranger I've known for 20 minutes. And my spouse knows I really don't have any inhibitors from sharing the whole spectrum of my feelings and thoughts from morning to night. You said your partners are like the rock in the relationship. But I think so much of that perspective is conditioned by this world that equates vulnerability with weakness. Being able to communicate your thoughts and feelings is a strength. That authenticity and willingness to share is beautiful and it makes you the person that you are. And I'm sure it's a big reason why your partners love you. It's really easy to start slipping into roles in a relationship. You're used to being an emotional open book while your partner is more introverted, and that works for a while. But then part of you feels something's missing, some intimacy, and you feel the distance growing between you. So what do you do? You start pushing them to share more. And now you feel like not only are you always sharing your feelings, but now you're sharing your feelings about them not sharing their feelings and you just keep hearing yourself talk and you're like, why am I like this? So you start judging yourself, but also resent the fact that your partner made you feel this way and why the hell are they still not sharing? And then you fluctuate from feeling like they're annoyed with you to you being annoyed with them. When we're in the consciousness of love, our higher selves are a safe space for those around us to be in their authenticity because we don't need ourselves to be different and we don't need our partners to be different. But that doesn't mean we can't ask questions or want to get to know somebody more or want them to be more emotionally available. The key is to stay in the loving place where you fully accept who you are and who your partner is because there's always reasons why we communicate the way we do. It could be that your partner came from a childhood experience where sharing feelings wasn't as common or accepted, so they adapted ways of coping with feelings internally. Or perhaps out of wanting to be a supportive partner, they let your feelings take the verbal center stage, thinking that's what you wanted. 
We have to keep in mind that just because we have certain needs doesn't mean there's something wrong with us. And just because our partner's needs don't look like ours doesn't mean there's something wrong with them. When you let go of projecting your own fears on your partner, i.e. making assumptions based on your own experience, you can really get to know each other as individuals. Because for you, not sharing could mean you don't trust someone. But for your partner, listening to someone's feelings is the best way they know how to show love because what they lacked the most in their past relationships was someone willing to listen to them. Remember, being a good listener is just as valuable as being a good sharer. I'd start by asking your partner, is there something I can do to make you feel more comfortable sharing more of your feelings with me? Is there a way that I share that makes you feel there's less room to talk about your needs or feelings? How can I do a better job at supporting you and making you feel comfortable to be your authentic self in this relationship? When you open the door to being willing to see their perspective and experience so you can meet their needs, they can be more fully understanding of yours and adapt as well. These are questions we should all be asking our partners periodically, not just when we feel like something is wrong. We should always be checking in. When you have relationships with people who aren't as communicative of their inner world, it can be a really compatible balance because both of you can learn from each other. You can learn you don't always need to depend on them to process and they can become more comfortable processing with you. There are all different ways of sharing, whether through words, physical touch, or acts of service or listening. No one is going to feel like stepping out of their comfort zone, though, if they feel judged. And that includes you judging yourself. You are just as much the rock keeping this relationship going as they are. EXO Higher Self fam, it's Bunny here. I am so thrilled to announce my debut book, Hello Higher Self, An Outsider's Guide to Loving Yourself in a Tough World is now available for pre-order. This book is the essential manual for unlearning your limiting beliefs that have been ingrained in you by the toxicity of our culture and your trauma and your socialization. We all have to unlearn this stuff so we can channel the power of our higher self. And everyone who pre-orders this book will receive a special free gift from me to be announced shortly. So hurry to the pre-order link in the show notes and get yourself a copy. I cannot wait for you to read it. Listening back on this, I really like how I wanted to hone in on the fact that people have different styles of communication or different comfort levels of communication, often based on how they grew up, um, society's conditioning about how you're supposed to act in partnership, all of that kind of stuff. And I really, really agree with that, that it's really important to think, oh, just because we're different doesn't mean that I'm doing something wrong or they're doing something wrong, that we're just different. And the more we can get curious about the whys we're different rather than focusing on just the differences and getting more to like understanding what their history is like or or what was their circumstances growing up or 
that everybody really has a reason and a different relationship to communication and a different model for relationship. And they're bringing that stuff into the relationship. And I think that's a really important part about being in a relationship is to learn that and accept that in each other. I also want to add though, that sometimes when you are talking with somebody and you don't feel that the other person is really being present with you, really paying attention or really listening to you and you feel like the conversation is one-sided, that can also be an indication that maybe this is not the kind of conversation that you should be having with this person. You know, I think we have certain compatibility issues when it comes to where we are at in our own growth and our own understanding and our own self-awareness. And sometimes we end up trying to have these more profound, deep conversations with people who really just aren't necessarily at that point in their life or not really interested in, I don't know, talking about higher dimensions of being or childhood trauma. And that's okay. It's not about judgment. But I think sometimes we think we have to have our partners or our romantic partners be that confidant, be that person that you talk with about A, B, and C. And if they're not that person, I just wanted to emphasize first that it's important to have somebody you feel really compatible with. And second, that you also have friends and other people in your life that you can really connect with on that level. And that is really important and that is really, really valuable. Also, if you're either one of those people that sent in those questions, that question, one of the friends or both of you, I would love to get an update. I would love to hear how it went in terms of your relationship, in terms of talking more openly and your communication. We'd love to get an update. So email, send a voice memo. I'm sure everybody else would want to know too. All right, everybody, that wraps up this episode Have an amazing rest of your day. Take care. Be nice to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Remember, your higher self wants you to grow and keep evolving, keep building your self-awareness through the power of compassion and patience and kindness, not shame or being hard on yourself, right? That's not what this is about. Imagine your higher self as a spiritual being that is holding your hand and gently pulling you forward and being there for you along the way and reminding you of how wonderful you are, that you're whole already just for who you are, and that you deserve a life of joy and love and abundance. And you can really let yourself have that and really be like, you know what, today I'm just going to let myself love myself today. And and that's really what our higher selves are always trying to teach us, how to empower ourselves through love. I love you so much and so does your higher self. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.